at the Juice Podcast. Cody Mitchell, Connor Holiday here. Week 10 of the college football season, Connor. This Saturday is going to be one of the most fun and incredible weekends of college football this season. The slate is unbelievable. We're all going to watch it together. Yes. And we are going to enjoy every second of it, and we are going to be lit, and we are going to be banging out bets. I already got cigars that, thank you, JR, that provided me for being a groomsman at your wedding, and I got an extra one for you. So when we hit some crazy, stupid bet, we are going to hammer those cigars. Uh, I'm Unfortunately, Jamie's probably not going to let us smoke them inside. Because remember, the, the requirement, well, it depends. The requirement to be able to smoke Oh, we have to hit has that. has to be a bet over a Okay, so the parlay that I put together, if that cashes, we're smoking the cigars inside. Granted, granted the last leg is Arizona at 1030, so I don't know if we're going to be here to see it cash, but... Well, I mean, if that's the last leg of the parlay and you guys leave, I don't know if I want to be friends with you anymore. I mean, if we have the last leg of a parlay that could pay $1,000 and you leave... That's okay. Yeah, I guess at that point that we have to keep the mojo. Yeah, and then we will smoke them. Inside. Yes, if anybody, if anybody leaves, it's just utter. Like, you're dead to me. Yeah, you're so. dead to me. I don't want to be your friend anymore. Mm-hmm. But Connor, we have a loaded slate this weekend. We're going to cover the five ranked on. Are these all ranked on ranked? I believe. Yes. Yes. College football rankings came out on Tuesday. Uh, I think we'll do more of like a recap of that Monday, and then. Kind of talk about, like, how it's going to look. Yeah, but we're going to talk these five games. There's literally 15 other ones that are amazing. Yes. But let's start it off here. Um, Let's go to the noon slate here. Kansas State at Texas. Texas is laying four points over under set 49.5. Connor, both these teams have one loss in the Big 12 and are looking for a chance to play in the Big 12 title game. Yes, I mean, Texas is also hoping for more than that. Kansas State, obviously, trying to keep the crown as Big 12 champions. Um, I think this is going to be a hell of a game. What a, I think this is such a great game to like start it because this is the lone ranked on ranked at noon. Both of the other time slots have two ranked on ranked games. But, uh, yeah, I mean, finally, I'm we're, we're going to learn a lot about Texas because, obviously, no Quinn Ewers. Malik Murphy, it w- watching that game against BYU, rewatching it, like it seemed like the offense was very vanilla, really not trying to show anything, or sh- really honestly try to showcase what Malik is good at. So, like for Kansas State, I know, uh, like in a press conference, Kleiman was saying, like, yeah, we're kind of going in blind, like. Kind of wish we had more game film on Murphy because, like, watching that game, he didn't use his legs, but we all know he is very athletic, but he's also a very, very good pack or pocket presence. So, I mean, this is going to be a great game. I honestly don't know what to expect. I don't have a lean, really. I do have a bet that we'll talk about later. But that's also kind of a hope and a dream and like kind of hedging some of my Texas futures. Yeah, but. I mean, this is definitely a game where we will also find a ton out about Malik Murphy. In that BYU game, he also was blessed with a lot of short fields, kind of like what we alluded to Monday. BYU basically 
went yard for yard with them. It's just Keaton Slovis just turned the ball over a ton. Yep. And this is definitely a lot better defense that he's going to face than than BYU, like a road BYU team. Um, I took the points of Kansas State. I'm, I'm taking the plus four. Um, I think they won the game outright. I still don't think, even with Quinn Ewers, Texas is very good. And also, at the end of the day, they're still Texas. They're going to lose some stupid game, or they should. A, an opponent, playing an opponent that they're outmatched, they have all the five and four stars, and they're going to drop it. And I think this is the week. I think Texas does not make the Big 12 title game, like I said on Monday. And I will take the points and the money line with Kansas State. Um, to the 330 slot. Missouri is going to Georgia. Georgia's laying 15.5. Over under set at 56.5. Georgia came in at number two, correct, in the CFP? Yes. Yes. Where I... I don't remember where I predicted them, but I think that's a, that's a decent spot for them. I they, think I had them three. I had them three. I can't. I know you had OSU one. I think I went OSU, Florida State, Georgia, Washington, Michigan. So hmm. it's kind of close. I just basically kind of flip flopped. Yeah. I mean, I I a I, couple there. Yeah, but I did get OSU um, one. Yeah, but I think this is going to be a good game. I don't know because I kind of. Feel like Georgia flipped that switch in that Florida game, and I don't know. I don't have a play in this game, but if I had to, it, it sucks because you and I talked about this maybe two weeks ago. Like, don't let me bet uh, Mizzou money line, and I told you like it's gonna be hard for me to not let you do it when I'm gonna be doing the same. I've flipped since then. I think I think you need to lay it with Georgia if I had a lean. Yeah, but I already laid it with Georgia at the fifteen and a half. But <laughs> I, you know what basically sold me more than anything is when we started thinking about it more. This is the same song and dance that we had with Kentucky. We've we've done the same song and dance with Georgia. It's like, oh, this is a spot. No, it's not. No, they're just better than everybody. Mm-hmm. And Carson Beck is looking really really good even without Brock Bauer you know what now that I know that you're on it I'm betting it too yeah dude how remember when I think it was Monday what when did the rankings come Tuesday yeah Tuesday night I texted you Missouri's sitting there at 12 mm-hmm. and I was like what would you make the line of Air Force Missouri on a neutral and we both I think you said one and a half and I said two mm-hmm. Air Force yeah um, pred, uh, predictive rankings don't necessarily agree they have it more of a three. But Shit. for the number 12 team in the nation... Shout out to anybody that has a Bet Rivers account. You could get at 14 and a half. But if you do just have normal accounts on Caesars and on DraftKings, you could get minus uh, 15. Yeah. I mean, I always take the value. I mean, 15 is a weird number, so it's not really... No, but I matter, mean... But it could. You never it know. It could. You never know. football. Um, especially, especially, like, no offense, like... Eli on the other side, like it, it, it. That's the other thing. It's just looking at the difference in the coaching. It just like it screams Georgia. Like outside of Luther Burden, who does Mizzou really have? Like that has been the one difference for them. And like I don't know. It just everything. Just if this was. In Columbia, I feel different. I would feel a lot different. I think this is a fucking blowout. 
Yes. I'm laying the points on David George. Yeah, I'm surprised you. I thought you were gonna stay the course with Mizzou. I could. Do, I couldn't do it, dude. George it, just it, looked it, too good. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I'm a. You know, I'm a Missouri guy. Mm-hmm. I love Missouri basketball. I love Missouri football. Always yes. Have. But you gotta you gotta make the money where it is there. Um, other three thirty game. Oklahoma is going to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma's laying six. Over under set sixty one and a half. This is the last battle of Bedlam. And for the near future, we don't know where another one is because obviously uh, Oklahoma is going to the SEC next year. Um, Oklahoma State is one win away. This is the biggest thing for me. I need one more win from Oklahoma State to catch my win total. That was one of the five win totals that I placed all season. This Oklahoma State, after even losing to South Alabama, looking terrible against Tarleton, I think it was Tarleton State in week one. No, it was Central Arkansas week one. They looked really bad. Dropped a game to Iowa State. This last three games, they've looked amazing. And most of it is because, obviously, we've said it 100 times. Bowman is taking over. as He's getting all the snaps at quarterback. But Ollie Gordon is rising up on the Heisman uh, polls there. He There's a chance if he keeps this up, this is a Heisman game for him. He could find himself. He's not going to win it, but he could find himself in New York. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so kind of in honor of it being the last Bedlam, it is only right to play the over in this game. I'm surprised because I got this earlier or, yeah, earlier today at 60 and a half. You could get 61 and a half. You could get 62s. Anything under 63, take it with this game. Looking at it, we've talked a, a lot about how Ollie's going to match up against Oklahoma State or Oklahoma's run defense, which is not that good. On the flip side, the reason I love this over so much, the, the weakness of Oklahoma State's defense is its secondary. And at the same time, Oklahoma does throw the ball very successfully. I know a lot of it is outside screens and trying to break tackles but also something that should make you love this over these are two teams that rank in the bottom half of the country it on defense for missed tackles missed tackles are an over player's dream you love it i think the craziness of bedlam the fact that oklahoma state is going to do everything to try to win this game and I, well i mean both teams are really going to be trying but oklahoma state's going to be wanting to get this they have last no motivation. yes so i think for that reason like i love this over give it out but i love oklahoma state yeah i took the plus six in this game too oklahoma state or oklahoma has given up three i didn't want to give it out because i got it at seven yeah it's a really good number <laughs> Um, doesn't matter because Oklahoma State's won this game outright, and Oklahoma has given up 100 yards to the last three teams they played. This is Jonathan Brooks is really good, obviously for Texas, but Ollie Gordon is the, definitely the best back they're going up against. At least the tear that he's been on as of late. Rush, I think if you stack them up with the rest of college football, I would probably put them in the 12 to 15 range. Potentially, yes. Like I don't think they're that good, and look. Again, all this, all the motivation is for Oklahoma State to win this football game. 
and I think they win the game outright, and that's why I'm taking the plus six. Also, we'll stick it. Also, we'll stick in this game. Did for you, my prop, did you do the same as me? Ollie Gordon over yeah, 121. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, I got 100 and. Uh, 21 and a half. 21 and a half, yep. Yep. Did the same one. That's yep. uh, like a layup to God me. God damn it, I hate that we share a fucking brain. Yeah, I mean, that makes the most sense, though. I, you, yeah. You literally gave up 112 to Devin Neal. You know what's nice is, like, so we've always kind of complained about it, the draft can or the sites don't let you bet on, like, Doak Walker and Belitnikov. For, like, the first time seeing on DraftKings having, like, Doak Walker and Belitnikov odds, I took Ollie before last week at plus 900 now he's like plus 350 up there with estimate but he's literally leading the country in rushing yards right now and to think that like in those first three games he was not fucking used so yeah love that moving on washington at usc usc is or washington's laying three points over under set at a whopping 76 and a half points. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, USC has now dropped two games. Was in a barn burner this Saturday for two to try to win the game here. Um, Washington is definitely like... Play, playing. I don't, I don't even want to say they're playing with their food. They're playing with their future way too fucking Yeah, much. like after that Oregon game, that just something isn't clicking. Do they get it right here, Connor? I don't know. I'm... Hoping because I I got a look ahead line on Washington at one and a half. Um, I still kind of like that. I still think no matter what, Washington ends up winning this game. I think no matter which way you look at it, they are the better team. But you can't have a game with a total that high. Without me fucking taking it. Give me this over 76 and a half. I do not fuck at it at 75 and a half. It keeps going up. This game's just going to be nonstop points. No, like it, it does worry me that potentially come down to who has the ball last. But I still think that. Obviously, when you're looking at the defenses, like, yeah, Washington's defense has been pretty leaky, but they still are a step up from USC's. Yeah, and you can go back to that Oregon game. Is The difference between USC and Washington's defense is when Washington's defense needs to make a play, it seems like they do make it. Mm -hmm. And that's something we can't say about USC. Um, Interesting to hear your opinion. What do you think the splits are on this game? Like, what percentage of bets are being placed on Washington and USC? Like, what do you I think, think the it, public's I, thinking? I, public's probably all over USC. They're they're not. It's on Washington at sixty six and percent, and then the total is about fifty fifty six and a half percent on the over. So people keep. keep but again, the the high to, the high totals usually go over, and the low totals usually go under. Mm-hmm. So I actually still don't hate that. I lean Washington. I have the one and a half as well with you. The look ahead line after we talked about it, but I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm not gonna touch that three. But I think if I had to lean, I probably lean Washington here, and then just it's it's just gonna be it's gonna be a fun game. I know you're gonna absolutely hate it because you're like this isn't even football. 
And to be honest, it's not football. So Yes, um, it is. It is football. It is going to be fun. Moving on to the last game, the late slate, 745. LSU going to Bama. Bama's laying three points. Opener said 61 and a half. Um, Alabama looking for revenge last year after LSU upsets them at home when they Jane Daniels like throws a simple two point conversion out route to the tight end here and they cash that and basically eliminated probably one of the better Bama teams we've ever seen. Absolutely. Um, yeah, this is this is gonna be a fun game. I mean, like in my opinion, saved the best for last. Oh uh, yeah. Um. I mean, I'm more interested in Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, but I get it. I mean, I, I, Washington at USC is going to be my favorite, obviously, because that game, it's me. <laughs> Screw you. But this, Give me Iowa Northwestern over that bullshit this, you guys are running out there. We'll talk about that game later. Uh, but still, this game is a phenomenal game. And, I mean, I just don't see any way, shape, or form that this game does not go over the 60 or is it at 60 still i well no i have it 61 and a half jesus christ i got on, it feels like i got on some of these numbers like very the, I mean, if you get a 38 35 you're still good so but i i, oh, I, I, I just, there's, i'm not a math guy apparently uh 61 is the lowest you could find but that's on like bet rivers or where I I still need to get a Bet Rivers account because Same. just give me a five to win to get a hundred dollars of bonus bets and I'm all on you or sponsor the show either one yeah uh but either way there's no way that this game yeah give me anything that is under the sixty three and take it it's this game is going over this game's gonna be well into the thirties I just it's gonna be yeah. I really don't know if LSU LSU does have some injuries in the secondary, which, like, when you think of this Bama team, like, you're not really worried about. But the fact that Jalen Milrow does launch it downfield does have you worried if you're throwing in some first-time starters or, like, guys, like, no offense, LSU hit the portal hard in the secondary. That obviously kind of shows that they didn't really like the guys that they got. Well, now you're playing the guys that you got. So, yeah, if they don't really trust them and had to go into the portal as hard as they did, there's a reason why you shouldn't trust them. And this has already been a secondary that is super leaky. So, yeah, I think this game goes well over. And obviously on the LSU side, I mean, I think there's a chance that Jane Daniels currently is the best quarterback in college football. Like even give me give me Jaden Daniels before you give me Caleb. Just for this, from what we've seen this season, he is having the best season in my opinion. Like not just what he's been doing in the passing game, but what he's able to do with his legs. Now, what does scare me is he plays the game with such reckless abandon, even for his own body. When dude, you are a twig. <laughs> by by football standards, in my opinion, but I don't know if I agree with that one. But like, obviously, the best stats don't always matter. But the dude is this is a Heisman. Like, if he beats Alabama here, like he's going to his Heisman odds are. I think drop if you throw any other quarterback in, especially with what they're working on with their defense, I think there's a chance that LSU is like a 500 team without Jane Daniels. Well, I mean, obviously, dependent on who you 
Yeah, but I, but, but I think there's he's a lot of the reasons that their record is what it is right now. Yeah, one thousand percent. Um, I don't want anything to do with this game. Um, I don't want to fade Alabama at home, but at the same time, like it's not your dad's out. It's not like your dad's Alabama nope. tour this year. Nope, 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 nope. Um, yeah, I'm gonna stay away from that. So let's open the rest of the board. How many picks you have left? I have like One, two, seven, three, four, eight, five, six. I gave seven, three out already. Eight. I got eight. Okay, I can match you. You there? Um, I want to get this one out of the way. I want to start here. I'm gonna take the points of Colorado against Oregon State. I'm gonna take the thirteen. Wow. Um, I'm probably the biggest Colorado skeptic. Uh, one of the no, one of the no, bigger- no. There's. There's somebody out there that is a lot more skeptical than you are. Who's that? Danny. Canal. I mean, I mean, it's fair. Like Colorado's not good. No, but he like Air Force is probably beating them by ten. Like they're not good, like by any means. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing in this game is like they can still put up points. Yes. Oregon State is a completely different team away from home. Um. If I was going to make this line, I would probably make it around seven, seven and a half. That is just entirely too many points. Oregon State's still battling for a chance to play in the Pac-12 title game. They still control their own destiny. I think they win this game, but 13 and a half is just too many points. So I'm going to take the points with Colorado, which I think is probably like the second time I've bet on them all year. Yeah. Oh, we hammered them against Nebraska. That was it. That was the only other time. Um. All right. Kind of. When- not to interrupt you, but like play that over like right now. You're telling me they meet. I'm not making that bet. No, 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 no. Nebraska's actually like turned it around. And I mean, Colorado's Colorado's still Colorado. They're going in two different directions. I don't know. Grant's schedule has part of. I don't know. I think kind of that Colorado hit its peak and now it's just kind of plateaued. I don't know if they've really dipped. It's yeah. just I think they've just stayed where they were at. Yeah, and the schedule kind of impacted the record. Like, turns out TCU's not very good. Turns out the Big Ten West still fucking sucks. Yeah, <laughs> things like that. But go ahead. Uh, big number lay, but still it's team that should easily cover this against a team that I I think the team may quit on the coach. Lay it with FSU. Minus 21 and a half against Pitt. At the beginning of this year, yes. For FSU reasons, this game scared me. Come to find out Pitt sucks ass. Come to find out Narduzzi's already probably pissed off a good majority of his locker room. And yeah, I just... I This FSU team knows what's at, what's at stake they're not going to look past Pitt. I don't care that Miami is up next. You have that game at home. Handle your business. Eat shit, Pitt. I know that's not for FSU, but still. They're, yeah. I think they're just going to destroy Pitt. Yeah, I kind of agree with you on that one. I haven't placed it, but that'll probably be one Saturday that I'm tailing you as well. Um, uh, where I want to go from here. Uh, let's go back to well. Keep doing it. Um, I'm laying the points in New Mexico State, hosting Middle Tennessee State. Middle Tennessee State's got a really good offense. Cordero is a really good collegiate quarterback, but he hasn't played against a New Mexico State defense yet. And New Mexico State is still alive to play against Liberty in the Conference USA title game. They need everyone they can get. This is at home. 
Diego Pavia is going to piss all over the Blue Raiders. Diego piss and Pavia. And also just, I'm telling you right now, take Diego Pavia first touchdown as well. He cashes it like half of the time. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to lay the points in Mexico State. Also bet that first touchdown with Diego Pavia too. Don't hate that. Don't hate that whatsoever. Um, Next one for me. I'm just going to keep fading this team. And, yeah, it's as simple as Notre Dame minus three. I think Clemson is really starting to tumble down the hill. If you saw anything about Dabo's presser or his uh, call on his radio show, which now hearing a lot of people talk about it sounded kind of like a plant. Like, he kind of pulled those uh, stats up pretty quick. Oh, he had those in the chamber. Yeah, I I mean, kind of, kind of, a little bit iffy, but still, like, I don't, I, I, as weird as this is going to be for me to say, I am on the side of Dabo. That oh, 1,000%. If, if, that, if that call is actually real, that, like, yeah, you way to sound like an entitled asshole. Like, I understand we know how much these coaches make. But also, like, if it's not for that dude, Clemson's still going to be, like, a middle-of-the-road team in the ACC. It's dude. No offense, Clemson. You, Clemson fans, here's the stark reality. You are a new blood team. Without Dabo at the helm, you are nothing. Dude, we weren't alive for it, but like that apparently, like if you listen to anybody that's you know, Clemsoning was a thing. Yeah. You were literally Vanderbilt. Exactly. You were just getting the shit kicked out of you. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, if being in that position is a little different because you are making that money and doing blah blah blah, it doesn't matter. But if somebody came at me like that, I'd be like, dude, look, I gave your fucking joke of a football program and turned them into a two-time national. No, like player. he even said, he was the lowest-paid coach, and now he's one of the highest-paid coach. But now, either way, we're talking good about the wrong side. Either way, this Clemson team, he's Dabo's going to have to answer more questions because this team's about to be four and five. Yeah, uh, lay everything with Notre Dame. I stayed away from this one. I was terrified because I don't think Notre Dame's very good, and. Clemson, like Clemson, should have beat Florida State, one thousand percent. There's no if, ands, or buts. Yeah, they but also, beat Florida State. I understand that. Good. But the morale of this team from then till now is down. That is also true. But that's why I just don't want any part of it. I get I'm it. I get it. Completely. Weird. I get it. Now this one is weird, but and it, it the line stinks, but I think Maryland sucks, like really bad. I think Maryland, if they played, like a. Just a an, an average non-con. Like, this team's probably below 500. I'm laying the 8.5 with Penn State. And I don't like Penn State. I think that, Drew Allard you've made that very fucking is clear. Christian Hackenberg. But yes. Maryland is not good. <laughs> they just lost to uh, Northwestern this weekend, who is playing a little bit better than we expected. But to say that Penn State's only... Oh, that's yeah. I didn't. I, I I did the math. I reversed the math. The, so they only think. eleven and a, and a half points better than Maryland or neutral. Hell no. 
I am just hammering Penn State. Penn State is winning this game by two touchdowns, maybe more than that. Maryland is not good. And also, like, Talia is – Talia can light up North Texas, but he does – he is terrible when it comes to playing good opponents. I am all over the Penn State. That's my favorite play of the weekend <coughs> by far. All right, next one for me. Another big number to lay, but, I mean, this team is out to prove a point and prove that they deserve to be in the playoff. We are laying the 23-and-a-half with Oregon at, versus Cal. Cal coming off an emotional loss to USC where you should have won. And now you're going to have to go up the buzzsaw, go up against the buzzsaw that is Oregon, who is trying to give every reason to prove that they deserve not just the rematch against Washington in the Pac 12 championship, but deserve to be one of the playoff teams. So I know this is a big number to lay, but Cal is not ready. This is, this is not, this is at Cal, correct? I, I forget exactly. It doesn't make a lot of, like the Cal home field is not going to be crazy, no. But. No, granted, I will say credit to Cal for that game. But it was because it was against USC. Yeah, but I do. This game's at Oregon. Yeah, no, I, I will tell that with you 100%. This is a complete left down spot for Cal after, like you said, they probably should have beat USC. Um, have fun with you're not scoring 49 points on Oregon. Like, absolutely no. not. I actually love, I'm. I'm all over that too with you, buddy. I didn't realize that might have been just one I overlooked. So yeah, I'm it's easy. It. It, I mean, it's always easy to look when you see big numbers. All right, we might find on this one. Don't care. Um, I'm laying the points of Louisville. Lay the nine and a half against Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech has not beat a top sixty team in college football yet this season. They've looked better as of late, but Louisville has a sh- chance to play in the ACC title game. I probably should leave this game alone because basically if they win this game, they're playing the title. And I cash the make the play, make the ACC title game bet and with a potential spot to beat Florida State and cash it. But again, Virginia Tech, yes, they've looked better as of late. They have not beat anybody. Syracuse, so I thought Syracuse wasn't that bad. Predictive ratings would have them against Air Force as a nine and a half point dog. Syracuse is really bad. Mm-hmm. And they've just beat up on bad teams. So I'm going to lay the points of Louisville. You can also throw on Virginia Tech, which isn't really Jake Plummer's strong suit. But if Jawar Jordan can open up the, can run the ball and open up the passing game a little bit, Louisville should have no problem. I think this is probably like, I would say like a 35 21 kind of game. So I'm not going to fight it. I. I kept trying to talk myself into it. If I was you, I'm just because I because I do like and since they went to drones, Virginia Tech has looked better. But also, this is in Louisville. And Louisville's looked amazing at home. I would just play the money line and just like or throw. I I honestly don't have a play on that either way. Or this not even a money line straight. I'm up. just gonna I'm just gonna watch. But like, yeah, Virginia Tech has been one of the fun teams for me this season. The comeback that they have done. And drones has looked so good. They've also I do think I, I do think there is a level to where Louisville is at and where Virginia Tech is at. And a lot of those games that they did win on the stretch has been in Lane Stadium. And that home field advantage is very helpful to Virginia Tech. Sure. Have not won a road game yet either. All right. So 
I've given out some very, very high overs. Gonna give you a disgusting under. And this has always been one of the best trends. And it's just gonna continue, man. Army, Air Force, under 31 and a half. The lowest under of the weekend, along with me having the highest over of the weekend. Yeah. This just, just screams me. I want to take Army in the points, but granted, it 100% should have cashed against... I mean, it pushed for me, but did not. I'm Also, I, it, I really wish this number was where I got at. I was able to get on this under very early at 36. Yeah. I wish it was still at that. I don't know exactly where my confidence level is at the 31 and a half, but out of principle, we have to bet. Did you bet the other disgusting under? Can you give it out? Because I have something I want to piggyback on for that. All right. To the other disgusting uh, under of the week, Iowa Northwestern under 31 and a half. Guess what? They're playing in Wrigley, and I guarantee you there's going to be some baseball games that have occurred in Wrigley that are going to have a lot more points than this game. Potentially. I honestly could realistically see there being a baseball score in this game. Give me 7-3. to Give me 3-2. to Give me 10-7. to Give me 10-3. to Whatever it will be, this game is going to be disgusting. Oh, 100% not going to touch it. What? The highest scoring game in Wrigley Field. I thought it potentially could be close. What's the highest scoring? It's 45. It was a 23-22 game. So like Jesus was, Christ, when did that happen? 1979. The Phillies beat the Cubs 23-22 in, in 10 innings. That, what? Yep. In 10? Yep. 10 Mother, innings. Yeah. Mother of God. Um, to piggyback off of that, I have this. I made a teaser already that it plays. Tell me what blows this. Everything. I have Army plus 24 and a half. Okay. Which is nine points off the total. Okay. The under in that game as well at 38. Uh huh. I didn't know you could tease. Oh, well, you could all line stuff. Yeah. No, this I tease this with the same game. Huh. FanDuel would not let me do it. DraftKings did. DraftKings also, you got to fix your teaser shit. Like, if you, certain games you just can't tease, I should be able to tease whatever I want. Well, you know what's funny is I used to have that same issue with my bookie. Yeah, where it'll have the teaser option then go away. Yeah. Yeah, it would do that. It would do that to me as well. Um, Under 37 in the Northwestern Iowa game. Mm -hmm. And then just Penn State basically to Wentz two and a half. All right. Um, When I asked you what would blow it, I would say that Air Force cashes the under but wins 27 to nothing. Yeah, could happen. Yeah. Um, especially with the Army throwing the football and not being good at it. No, absolutely not. Like, no offense, Munkin. It, you need to go back to the hardcore triple option. Um, How many you got left? Three. Three? Okay. Oh, God. I'm going to ta- I'm gonna lay the two points with Georgia Southern on the road at Texas State. Okay. Well, I'm we'll, trusting, we'll end up staying in this game. I am trusting Davis Brent on the road. That is scary. But Georgia Southerners looked really good of late. Yes. 
and outside of James Madison game, which James Madison, I don't think it matters. They're just really fucking good at football. Yeah. And we we love Texas State like week four through seven. Um, they have very much underperformed since that time, and they are coming back to earth. Georgia Southern's a better football team than them, and they still have their eyes set on that Sun Belt title game. I think Georgia Southern wins convincingly here. Okay. Uh, we will stay in this game, and you know what? After having those disgusting unders, it is time for a way too high over that we are going to be taking and give me the over 71 in Georgia That's Southern Texas State. Big number, but this game I have, also screams 35. I have two, three. I have three under three overs that are close that are within like one is half a point. We'll get to it in a little bit, but yeah, three that are around seventy, and then two that are thirty-one and a half unders. I I I am on both sides of the spectrum. It's insane. Um, so you have two left. Yes, I'm going to. I'm going to take the point. I mean, it's two and a half, so I'm probably just going to bet the money line, but I'll give out the two and a half. I'm going to take the two and a half with Arizona against UCLA. Uh, We'll talk about this game later. A lot of teams in the Pac-12 basically just struggle in the desert, whether it's playing Arizona and Arizona State. And as soon as this uh, Jane Delora went out for Arizona, it was kind of like a blessing in disguise because this team has just been incredible. Yeah, the future is bright with Noah Fafita. And the game is at home. I love Carson Steele. I like UCLA, but I think the wrong team is favored in this football game. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, I'll give out the other crazy over UTSA North Texas over sixty nine and a half. Nice. Um, yeah, North Texas has been one of the greatest over teams on the year. Uh, for some reason, even when they are down, like. 30 at halftime, and it looks like there is no way that we are cashing this over. North Texas finds a way to roar back and get the over. I love this over. Give it to me. Um, I actually don't have any more. Sorry. I counted wrong. So <laughs> go fig- add the last one. Yeah, go figure you fucking up on math. Um, Last one for me. It sucks because it's going against the team that I have loved. I know I've kind of turned away from them ever since what happened to their coach, but uh, we're going to lay it with Kentucky against Mississippi State. Kentucky minus four and a half. I wish it was still at the four that was earlier today, but yeah, we're laying it with Kentucky. Mississippi State just, I think there is such a difference in the level of player that these two teams have. And I just, I really think that there's a very good chance that Kentucky wins this by double digits. Yeah, I, that was a very slight miss to my card, too. I like that one. Um, to our line dogs, I have four. I have six. Um, well, okay, one I already gave out, so the, really it's just five. Uh, want me to just rapid fire them? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Kansas State plus 215, kind of me, me hedging on my uh, – Texas playoff. Uh, Oklahoma State plus 198. LSU plus 130. UL Monroe plus 115 against uh, or at Southern Miss. Uh, 
Southern Miss just is not a good team, and UL Monroe has played a lot of the good. They're so frisky. They are so frisky, and they have been playing a lot of those good teams a lot better. And uh, Arizona plus 135, you said it. Uh, I really do think the wrong team is favored, uh, especially when this game is at Arizona. If this game was at UCLA, I'd understand this line. Not at Arizona. This Jed Fish has this team on to going places where they have never gone before. Yep, I agree with the Arizona, Oklahoma State, and Kansas State. Also, when we give out all these money line dogs, it's not like I'm we don't always bet them outright. It's something I'm definitely throwing in parlays as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have four other ones here. I'm gonna take North Texas plus two forty against UTSA. A lot of points in that game, a lot of chances for variances. And the North Texas, every single game the Mean Green play in is just wild. You yep, never know absolutely. what's going to happen. It's going to be wild. Um, Arizona State plus 325 against Utah. I know you it's in Utah. motherfucker. I know I it's in Utah. One. I thought about this. But Arizona State, like we noted, the best 2-6 and six football team in the country. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the money. I'd more take the points. But yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I I don't like if that happens. Would it shock me? Absolutely not. No, that's definitely a money line, like a money line parlay. I'll throw it in there. Uh, Vandy plus four hundred against Auburn. They always fuck around and win one SEC game. Could this be the one? Auburn's not very good. It's at home. And then lastly, Jacksonville State plus five twenty against South Carolina in Columbia. Don't care. The battle of the Gamecocks. The battle of the Cocks. I think there's a chance that Jacksonville State wins this game outright. And if they do, how many schools are calling Rich Rod the next day? Like, yo, we're getting rid of our coach. Come coach our program. I don't know. There's one school that I already want them to fire their coach and hire Rich Rod as their coach. Who's that? Fucking Cincy. I don't know if they're going to be able to do that yet with Satterfield. It's only his first year. Oh, fucking... Call call up your buddies at Ohio State. Let's let's cook up a scandal and get fucking Satterfield out. That's true. I really want him to come back to West Virginia so bad. Make Pat White his OC, <laughs> something like that. Like uh, uh Pat White's. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot Chargers. he. It, oh yeah, I forgot he was. Yeah, he's yeah he's actually doing. Yeah, he's doing wonders there. But yeah, uh, dude, you imagine that Rich Rod Pat White back in Morgantown. McAfee as second team, oh my special God. teams coordinator. You're fucking nuts. <laughs> All right, it's going to be an amazing week this weekend. Um, uh, have fun with this week. This is one of the best weeks that we have left. I, I think the only other week that will cap this is obviously the magnitude of how that last week could possibly like turn the tides of the playoff. But yep. this is going to be a fun week, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy the shit out of it. And good luck to everybody this weekend. We are out of here. Peace!